position. Affirmative. Negative. I am the milkman. My milk is delicious. Roger that. Okay, let's go. Welcome to the Best Linux Games Podcast. Go, go, go! The best Linux games, the best games available for the uh, GNU slash Linux operating system via the mechanism and distribution network known as Steam, brought to you by Valve. After 700,000 years, the Steam has come to Linux, and beyond that, it has come to Linux in the form of the egalitarian Linux-like platform, Steam, an open marketplace in which... That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's Saturday, and that means it's time for one thing. It's time for the podcast where the quality goes in before the name goes on. You're listening to the Best Linux Games Podcast, a companion piece to the uh, Steam group of the same name. Find us on Steam, you know, uh, join us on Steam, and friend me on Steam. My name is Scooky Sprite. I am your host. In case this is your first time here, uh, the ground rules for everything that we do are very simple. We have news, we have the latest titles that we are interested in, of course, features, you know, like kind of in-depth looks or reviews, and then we have, of course, everyone's favorite the deals! Uh, the best games that you can buy for as cheap as possible. If you join us on the group, our recommendations are curated with the sole criteria of... It must run on Linux, and it must be really good. These are recommendations only, of course. Uh, not complete reviews, which generally will follow, um, especially once they get some other mofos on this show. And as always, the content that awaits you ahead may not be appropriate for members of all species, races, genders, classes, creeds, and especially might not be age or work appropriate. So, it begins. Let's get the Linux gaming on, bitches! Hello, and welcome to episode 47 of the Best Links Games podcast. Being recorded for you on uh, 2015-09-19. That would make it Saturday at uh, 9.08 p.m. 21.03. We got a late start today, but we are pleased to announce a total conversion now. The Best Links Games podcast is using 100% genuine internet. Um, so yeah, we've gone all digital for the first time ever using 100% genuine internet. Do not accept, do not be fooled by cheap imitations. Do not Accept substitutions. No obligation. No salesman will visit your home. Well, we have a huge fucking show for you this week, so we should probably get straight to it. Um, our top story this week, we only have one. This might be a double episode, by the way, because there's just so much shit. I'm sorry, but I hate to do it, but anyway, we'll see if we can power through it as fast as possible. Our top story this week is that Armacrog, A-R-M-I-K-R-O-G, um, the, uh, sequel to The Neverhood has been delayed once again until September 30th. The fine folks at PC Gamer in their, you know, uh, addiction to 
click-throughs instead of real, you know, blah. Have a nice little opinion piece that got popped to the top of the uh, Steam Store page for Armor Krog. Let's say this is embarrassing, blah, blah, blah. Well, evidently they haven't been around video games for very long. I mean, they are only PC gamers, so, you know, don't worry about it. Uh, you know, we have to give them, we have to take them with a grain of salt. Uh, for me, this is good news. It means that they're not ready to release a substandard subpar game. Hopefully they'll get it out whenever it's fucking ready. I will wait. If it takes forever. Cue it up, Ivor. So yeah, I will wait for as long as it takes to get, you know, a great game. Um, you know, these things, while everyone loves to pretend that the release schedule paradigm that has been, uh, established over the last 10 years of gaming um, actually works to the benefit of gamers. It works to their detriment, and I think that anyone who's been around gaming long enough understands this completely. It enables, you know, game developers to produce substandard games that are essentially the same game that they already produced for a mindless, drooling, lethargic public um, who is not smart enough to really know anything about the good games from the before times. So yeah. So Armor Krog is delayed until September 30th. How is that for a nice little, nice little subjects in there for you to dwell on? Um, so yeah, Armor Krog is delayed. So that brings us to, uh, our new and noteworthy this week. New and noteworthy, um, we have a bunch of titles here. Some of them though are covered in our deals. Um, but yeah, first of all, let's let's get straight to it. Uh new and noteworthy. Um we have Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time. And let's go to their store page and check them out. Lovers in a dangerous I don't know why I'm this is what happens when I do this podcast when I'm like basically sober. It's like I want I'm like, Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time. You Dirk the Daring. Um, this game won a ton of awards. Here's what they have to say about it. Explore a neon galaxy in your very own battleship in Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time, a thrilling one or two player couch co-op adventure. Only through teamwork can you triumph over the evil forces of anti-love, rescue kidnapped space bunnies, and avoid a vacuumy demise. So, cool thing about Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time, which I added to my cart, is that you are in a little circular spaceship and it takes two people or an AI pet, as they like to say, which I like. I've been, I've always wondered why there haven't been more Tamagotchi-like games, um, that, you know, actually have deeper play mechanics than, you know, your old Tamagotchi, your old virtual pet little things on keychains, because those were just irritating. But was a good idea in a lot of ways. Now the technology has arrived. Anyway, this game is super colorful. So anyway, so here's what it looks like. You're in um, a circular spaceship with different um, control panels. This is a uh, kind of like a cross between um, uh, Reassembly and uh, Captain Forever Remix. But without the Reassembly or the Captain Forever Remix stuff and more cartoony, happy. It's got a great art style. Um, and so, like, one of you controls the flight of the spaceship, the other one controls the weapon systems, and there are control panels on each side, and 
even though it's a circle, your ship is a circle, there are like four quadrants inside the circle, and so like weapon systems up top right, up top left, down below right, down below left, you know, blah, etc. And it looks like uh, player one or two controls those, while player other controls the ship's movement. Anyway, it looks very interesting. I bought it. Um, so that's Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time. Can't get enough of anything that looks like Reassembly. I'm sorry. Reassembly is just such a fucking good game that is ridiculous. And the art style in Lovers in a Dangerous... Check out the video. You'll instantly understand what I mean. Um, then we have uh, New and Noteworthy. We have a game called I Can't Escape Darkness. And, okay, so yes, this looks scary, but it does have, like, one of the greatest videos for Steam that I've seen. So we'll listen to a little bit of it. So you want to learn how to escape? I can escape darkness. Step one, go down into the dungeon. (laughs) Okay, so I'm going to pause it here and just tell you that I Can't Escape Darkness is a procedurally generated, um... Dungeon crawler, first person style, um, and that's what we're looking at through like a CPA, through like a old school black and white, you know, projector film. Yeah. Step two. Step two, talk to the local wildlife. And now we're being attacked by like a thing and then we die. Oh, and then, okay, so I'm pausing this and I'm, spoiler alert. We die and then the, 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 the video blacks out and it says in like hand scrawled like notes on like in like grease paint and like grease pen on like um the actual uh film negative it says attempt one after taking 250 steps and collecting one key in zero hours 24 minutes and 17 seconds i was killed by an animated cluster of vines try again all right step one go down <laughs> <laughs> This looks different. <laughs> Step two, take a leap of faith. And you die. Step one. <laughs> this is definitely different. Step two, let's try eating mushrooms. And you die. Attempt three after after taking 772 steps and collecting three keys in one hour, 14 minutes, 25 seconds, I perished eating a strange blue mushroom. And then it gets kind of serious, which is not as fun. But this game looks very interesting. I bought this. It's not included in my cart because I bought it tonight. It came out on September 17th, 2015. It's got eight positive reviews so far. Um, and we'll revisit this in our deals. So that is... That game is called I Can't Escape Darkness. Oh, which they bill as I Can't Escape Darkness is a quicksand trap for the senses. The more you listen and look for clues, the deeper you fall into a damp living dungeon. Plunge into the depths and scrape together whatever tools you can find and try to escape one of the most diabolical puzzles of all time. It's a big, big fucking claim, but we, we, we shall see. I haven't gotten a chance to play it yet. I only saw it, you know, 15 minutes ago before press time. So, so that's, um, as I can't escape darkness. Then we had, uh, then we have a game called Solar Shifter EX. And this game 
I want to get the guys behind this on an interview uh, we're working on, but um, I've played it for a little while. It's it's product of Head Up Games. Solar Shifter EX, warp into action, man your ship and dive into space, fierce combat situations in space and over beautiful and distant planet surfaces. The sci-fi shoot them up with a unique ability to shift. Basically what Solar Shifter EX is, is a top-down, demi-top-down, um, with a shifting perspective, a la Gradius, uh, uh, yeah, Gradius uh, 5, the one with the fish in the fire. Um, Pseudo-shifting perspective. Uh, crossed with Sylphid, but without any of the better aspects of those games. This is a very cruel um, assessment of it. I've only played it for 0.5 hours. But that's kind of how it plays. It's a lot of fun. It's a good space shooter. Um... And it's very pretty, and a lot of time has gone into it. And it came out September 11th, 2015. So that's Solar Shifter EX. And then finally, we have a game that I have yet to play, but it's also in my cart this week. It's called Space Grunts. Let's see what they have to say for themselves. The only reason why I have not played Space Grunts, by the way, um, is that it purports to have full controller support, but I could not get it to work with my controller, even in big picture mode. Let's see what they... Space... Okay, so... According to them, Space Grunts combines fast-paced arcade action with turn-based gameplay. The year is 2476. Earth Space Federation has been building moon bases across the galaxy. One of those moon bases has been sending a distress signal. And it just doesn't give it. I can read more, but I guess no. That's it. That's so okay. So yeah, that's Space Grunts, which is a um, top-down pixelated, demi-isometric, uh, turn-based combat game. Um, that looks like a hell of a lot of fun that purports to have full control. Oh, it's still in early access, so I guess that's why. It's $9.99. It came out on September 15, 2015. So to recap our new noteworthy, we had Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time, um, I Can't Escape Darkness, um, Solar Shifter EX, uh, and Space Grunts. Um, so that brings us to everyone's favorite. Oh, wait. Before we get to the deals, we do have a feature this week. I have uh, two reviews, two mini reviews for you. Um, so let's do those. Okay, so, uh, our first mini-review is Master Plan! The Master Plan! Let's see. Master Plan! Oh, yes, you know, you know Charlie, uh, my knight, shining armor, the Master Plan! Uh, I have no idea why Catherine had that. African Queen, Charlie! Okay, uh, <laughs> I haven't even seen that movie recently. Here we go. So the master plan. 1971. Nixon has declared war on drugs. I love you, Nixon! War on crime. War on inflation. A lone prisoner, another mistake of the system, resolves to steal back what was taken from him. He executes a daring escape and gathers a crew of the most dangerous and ruthless criminal masterminds in the country. With a very particular set of skills, skills they have acquired over a very long career. Banks, stores, art galleries, none are safe from the crime wave instigated by these maligned few. 
Now you can experience the thrilling action firsthand. Build your team, plan the heist, and get out with the goods. How is up to you. Decide your own tactics. Go in silently. Take everyone hostage or leave no witnesses. Shark Punch <laughs> and acclaimed narrative designer Tom Jubert bring you the spectacular crime thriller everyone has been waiting for. The Master Plan. The Master Plan. So, that was a fucking great, great description of of this game um because it's pretty it's pretty accurate you can do whatever okay so first of all master plan is a squad based um demi real time because like you can slow down time but you can only slow it down into slow-mo you can't stop it to give orders so it's very much focused on figuring figuring out how you're going to accomplish the heist as you're accomplishing it or as you're failing it, then retrying it and then doing it again. Or if, you know, failing that, if you realize that you're missing resources or like you need more people with you, then just getting back in your car and driving away. So it's a top-down 2D kind of um take on an old game. This is just my, just, just you know, my personal feeling. It reminds me of this old Genesis game called Buster, uh, uh, um, not Buster Brothers, um, Bonanza Brothers. Which was a kind of cartoony, um, side-scrolling, uh, platformer heist game where you only had two people and you could knock out guards and you could hide behind things and there was a lot of like intricate, um, gameplay. That is very much the way the master plan is structured only in a top-down, um, in a top-down sense. So like, uh, literally you can do it however you want. You can go in like with a team of five guys and just start killing everybody. Um, put one guy covering the phone. This all takes place in the 70s. So, you know, people who are alerted to your presence or whatever have to get to a phone to call the cops. So, like, if you know where all the phones are, then you can control all the phones. Um, you can take everyone hostage if you wanted. You, you know, while, you know, you sent other guys to go, you know, clean out the safe or whatever. Um, by the time you get to, um, the arcade heist, which is fairly early on in the game, um, you become aware of just how interesting, um, interesting some of the play mechanics are in this game. Uh, right now, and this is, it's covered in our deal section, but right now, for the next 26 hours, it's being recorded on September 19th, 21, 19 p.m. Pacific time, so it'd be 9.23 p.m. Pacific time, um... Master Plan is 40% off at $11.99 for the next 27 hours. Um, I would say it's pretty worth it. And also, um, they have, on the, on the 15th of this month, they have added workshop support so you can add your own stuff to the Master Plan, making it essentially like a game that never really has to end. Um, so yeah, uh, it's, it can get very, 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 very violent very quickly, which is another, you know, for me, a hallmark of another very good heist game because, you know, you can have the greatest, most carefully planned out plan, but it's not like, you know, all your guys are going to execute it flawlessly. You actually have to execute it with them. And that's why slow-mo becomes in certain parts such a crucial element. But anyway, um, I found a bug in the game accidentally, by the way, if you want to know. Uh, this is a spoiler alert. Um, if you take Harold Williams, Vernon Dillinger, and Douglas Castles to the bank job, 
which is like, I guess, like the tenth job that you unlock. Um, and you send Douglas Castles in to get the, uh, the police uniform, the guard uniform, and then you go and get the pistol ammo from within the bank, and then you come out after you read the memo. Basically, all the guns in the game are sitting on the street. I have no idea why. It, it's just awesome. So I gathered them all up and then I, we got, got in our car and drove away. But, um, yeah, like, uh, another fun thing is you can rob the mini mart over and over again, picking up a score of five grand each time until you can build a team. Um, and order gun, you know, order better guys with better guns. Um, the team, the team aspect of it is very interesting, but only, I think it's like four or five guys can fit in your car at any one time. So you have to make deal with what you make deal with. So that's the master plan, which I've actually had, I, I had some problems with. By the way, here's two caveats to this. The master plan, very fun game. Um, with a lot of different, um, play mechanics, like, you know, you can disable, um, security cameras, you can disable, um, electricity to the building you can knock out guards you can order guards around at gunpoint you can order civilians around at gunpoint you know blah blah lots of lots of interesting play mechanics um to play with but uh two problems with it one um the controls are somewhat counterintuitive but once you get used to them you have to get past that and it took me a long time to actually get past that um, it took me like over an hour before I felt comfortable really ordering my guys around. And some of the controls are a little, a little wonky if you're relying on the, on the, on the GUI to do them. Like dropping a body is kind of a task when you're carrying a body. But anyway, um, the other thing is I've noticed performance, and this is just on one, um, one of my computers. I've noticed, uh, performance degradation over time, uh, while playing the game, and it's not due to any, um, hardware problem that I, I'm having on that computer, although I would be, that's how I know that it's not due to any hardware problem, because I've had hardware problems on that computer all fucking week, but, um, it's not due to that, it's just, it, it just has a tendency to be, just start running slower after, like, an hour of play, so that kind of sucks, but, you know, you reboot the game, and you're back in it, uh, to win it, that is the master plan, we'll hear more about that in our deals, and, um, another mini review, and then we'll get to our deals, and then we'll get out of here, maybe before 30 minutes, eh, Ivor? Ivor's giving me the high sign, awesome, so, um, our other review is XCOM Enemy, XCOM Enemy Ombudsman, with the table of action, have the top of the XCOM Enemy Ombudsman, are we the Canadizer? Yeah, that's right, Jar Jar, use the Canadizer, um, sorry, uh, <laughs> XCOM Enemy Unknown, um, I will just go, I'll just say this, um, I spent hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours playing XCOM 2, back in the day, this is like 1990-something. Um, it was, for me, the gold standard of tactical squad-based, turn-based combat. Um, it was incredibly frustrating. All procedurally generated, open-ended, and I never beat it, I don't think. Jeffy Wise was over here a couple of days ago, and he asked me if I ever beat it. And I'm like, you know what? I think the aliens always won, but I did have at one point like 12 fucking bases across the... Anyway, for those of you who are uninitiated... Well, and so XCOM Enemy Unknown is the actual spiritual successor to XCOM 2, and it runs on Linux, and it is fucking fabo. Fabo you lust to the deliciousness. Yummy, as Shoreleave would say. Um... Basically, for the uninitiated, XCOM, uh, and XCOM Enemy Unknown, um, 
pit you as the as the multilateral arm as as the uh, enforcement arm of multilateral force consisting of all nations across the country um, in their attempt to suppress and stop an alien invasion. Um, and what this involves is resource management um, from a budgetarial, if that's even a word, a, a budgetary perspective. As in, your client states are the client, are the nations of the world. And if they receive, if if their service, if the service that they're paying you for, they feel is, is, you know, unsatisfactory, your budget gets cut from them. Eventually they will pull all funding from you and that can't get, that can't be restored. You build bases, there's base management, there's research components, heavy research components, um, to it. And then, the real where the rubber meets the road is the squad based uh tactical action um in turn based procedurally generated environments uh with a variety of different uh types of mission objectives um ranging from neutralize all of the uh enemy all neutralize all of the aliens to shooting to launching interceptors to shoot down alien ships and then subsequently um harvesting the technology from the alien ships and eliminating survivors to rescue missions to all sorts of stuff to like you know urban um civilian settings which are really really fucking hard and that is the only caveat to XCOM Enemy Unknown it is significantly more difficult than i remember XCOM 2 being although i do remember XCOM 2 being extraordinarily difficult let's get some whiskey hang on Wait, i i wore pauses for a second so yeah it's significantly harder but um it does feature a number of, of major improvements and simplifications that some of which, you know, I feel are a bit too oversimplified, but XCOM 2 was really anal, which I liked. It was crazy anal. Like, if you wanted to, like, pull a grenade from your belt, that was two action points. Now, all of this stuff has been streamlined and rendered in 3D. Um, so it's like, the game moves much faster. Um, which can be both a plus and a minus. Um, I, it says that there's a save system for it, but I have, I haven't, I have yet to do it. I, I spent five hours playing this game in one sitting the other night. It's that good. Um, you know, uh, all of the hallmark, uh, play mechanics from XCOM 2 are still preserved. So like grenades can take a bad bounce. Um, if you want to hit a building with a rocket, you will destroy the fucking building, including killing people that you may not see inside. Enemy technology can only be harvested from unexploded bodies. Um, you're, you're the first, you know, couple of missions you, you go on, you have to be very careful with your team. Upgrading your team now is also very simplified. It doesn't have the, uh, in-depth, um, strategic elements. And yes, I'm going to light a cigarette because I'm going to have some whiskey right now. I'm going to have some whiskey. I just said that conversationally. Oh boy. Um, but all of this combines to form a much faster, playing game that is much tighter and much prettier and mu- what's really amazing is that for those of you who remember the XCOM 2 game and for those of you who are familiar with this type of game circa the 90s you remember the pain that existed from trying to because everything was done in two-dimensional sprites everything and so like rotating around a corner to actually target a sprite that's like, you know, upstairs, like if you're throwing a grenade upstairs or something like that, was a real fucking nightmare. 
it can all be done very easily now. I have yet to see, and this is a spoiler alert, so if you want to skip the next 20 seconds, um, I have yet to see combat in my bases yet, but I have seen shit go straight to shitland, um, like a fucking pony. <laughs> shitland pony, that's funny. Uh, I find that amusing. Shetland pony, but anyway. Um, cheers to XCOM, Enemy Unknown, which I think was on sale last week or something like that. I featured it in the deal section of the show pretty recently. Sorry that I didn't get to reviewing it and playing it earlier, you know, while it was still on sale. It might still be on sale. Who knows? I'm not going to check because we're running out of time. But it is a fucking great game. Um, Super great. Uh, And yeah, all the stuff that... Yeah, it's like if you hit a building with a rocket and the rocket you know, misses the, the target a little bit, there can be severe consequences. Cars explode. Um, you know, blah, 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 blah. Um, great tactics in this one. Everything is very simplified. Like, you know, so instead of like having to figure out what degree of cover you have and what degree of, uh, of, uh, what your percentage of accuracy from hitting from a certain, you know, perspective would be, all of that is very much simplified for you. It's a one-button thing to take a shot, um, to switch to your sidearm. It doesn't take action points anymore. And it looks slick, and it's just amazingly fun. It's also very difficult. Um, so that is XCOM Enemy Unknown, and it runs on Linux. And it has... It has... The tutorial mode for that game is a little irritating, because it's very talky, and it has a lot of people in um, combat, you know, demi-SAS uh, cardigan sweaters with leather epaulets or whatever the fuck, and, you know, blah, but... Um, it does jump you back into the X, the world of XCOM very quickly. Um, and base management is still a big, big focus. Um, lots of game here. Probably, I could probably spend the next 200 hours of my life playing this game forever and ever. And I just want to go play it right now. Just talking about it. So that's XCOM Enemy Unknown and the master plan. The master plan being a top down, um, non procedurally generated. Uh, heist game. So that brings us to everyone's favorite, the deals! And we have a bunch of deals this week that you need to act fast on. So, first off, we have a game that you absolutely should definitely, when I say consider, I mean that is me being very gentle. Whiskey, whiskey for this, because I'm so glad it's so apropos that it's on sale, because I just beat it a few days ago. And it is a fabulous game available for Linux that no... No one should miss, or at least no one should seriously take a very long look at, considering buying. Um, Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor Game of the Year Edition, which includes all of the downloadable content packs, which includes, actually, not just cosmetic, cosmetic? Cosmetic alteration. Cosmetic. Sounds like my, God rest his soul, it sounds like my dad saying robot. Ribbit. <laughs> Ribbits and other things. Um... Cosmetic. <laughs> cosmetic. It doesn't just include cosmetic improvements um, and, you know, possible, you know, different skins that you can wear and stuff like that. It actually can. It actually includes three separate game slash game modes. One of them is definitely a separate game. Um, <laughs> and I'm not allowed to say anything about this because the way this game reveals its story to you and the etc. You know, I don't want to ruin anything for you. Um... But the, uh, the Bright Lord, uh, campaign, uh, DLC is an entirely separate game with entirely separate mechanics 
from the main game. Uh, and then there's also an infinity mode where you are ranked on leaderboards. Um, and then there's also another game where, like, anyway, I haven't played that one yet, but the infinity mode, like, holy shit, I could be ranked on leaderboards, like, uh, as my friend Jeffy Weiss pointed out, like playing Sam- uh, Samurai Showdown, but with, you know, <laughs> it never has to end and you can see other people's scores and shit. So that is, um, so Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor is 60% off at $20. It's a fucking unbelievable deal now through September 21st. It's part of the Warner Brothers um, weekend sale. So I would definitely go pick that up. Um, 60% off, 20 bucks now through September 21st. And right now, that's only like, you know, 20 some odd hours away. Um, so cheers, whiskey. Mmm. Mmm. If you wish, you can go back to um, last week's episode. I did a full review of the game right before I ended up beating it. Um, and oh yeah, let me just say, after having beaten it, epic. I mean, epic. And I hate Lord of the Rings. I mean, yeah, I'm sure that's probably going to alienate a lot of people when I say that. I hate Lord of the Rings and this game. I mean, like, I read the books and stuff, and I, I watched all the movies, and I grew up with The Hobbit, the cartoon, um, and... Uh, of course, learning Bilbo, Bilbo Baggins. Uh, but anyway, uh, this game, oh god, it really, I mean, it gave me fucking chills. It was pretty awesome. So that's Miller, Shadow of Mordor. Then we have Bastion, um, the, the, uh, progenitor of, uh, well, not the progenitor, but the game that the same people who made Transistor, one of my favorite games ever to be on this show, uh, they made Bastion before Transistor. Bastion right now is 75% off at $3.74 uh, for the next 37 hours-ish. Um, that's $3.74. So if you've been waiting to pick up Bastion, which is a role-playing game, pick it up. Absolutely, those guys are masters of it. And we have the master plan, as mentioned, which is 40% off right now for the next 27 hours at $11.99. So if you want to, if you're thinking about getting master plan, now's a great time to get it. Um, then we have Deadfall Adventures, which is one of the earliest games ever featured on this show. Um, one of the games featured earliest ever on this show. Some, some way of that makes sense. Um, it's a pseudo Indiana Jones like um, game. It had some problems, but it's a first person Indiana Jones like game with uh, puzzles and action and high adventure. Right now, it's 90, 90% off at $3.99 for the next 37 hours. Um, and then we have a game that we mentioned our new and noteworthy. I Can't Escape Darkness is 17% off at $9.95 now through September 24th. So to recap, um, we had Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor Game of the Year Edition, 60% off, 20 bucks now through September 21st. Bastion, 75% off, $3.74 for the next 37 hours. The Master Plan which, as mentioned in the review, is top-down, kind of Bonanza Brothers-esque heist game. 40% off, $11.99 to the next 27 hours. Then Deadfall Adventures, first-person Indiana Jones-like pseudo-Lara Croft kind of thing, but with hard drinking and, you know, excitement and etc. Supernatural stuff as well. Um, 90% off at $3.99 for the next 37 hours. And I Can't Escape Darkness, 70% off now through September 24th at $9.95. And to recap um, our reviews, we had XCOM Enemy Unknown. And be careful which XCOM you buy, because not all of them run on Linux. So, XCOM Enemy Unknown. Alright? Say it with me. XCOM Enemy Unknown. 
That one runs on Linux and it's, you know, the recent, it's fairly new. I think it came out in 2013 or something like that. And then we also had the master plan. And then in our new and noteworthy, we had lovers in a dangerous space time where you and a friend or you and an AI pet, quote unquote, control a circular ship through a bizarre, beautiful, happy go lucky, but incredibly deadly, um, dangerous space time. Um, then we had, uh, I Can't Escape Darkness, which is that one with the great, um, intro video, uh, the, the Steam video. Then we had Solar Shifter EX, which is like the cross between Sylphid and Gradius 5. Or was it G Darius 5? I can't remember. Um, it's a space shooter, uh, with a kind of a shifting perspective. <laughs> no pun intended, because you are able to shift, like, instant, instantly teleport your ship across the screen. But anyway, it's a decent little shooter. I got it on sale for $7.64. And then we had Space Grunts, which is an attempt to make an action-based, turn-based, uh, shooter. Um, so yeah, uh, my cart total for this week, and this is not, this only includes Lovers in Dangerous Space Time, Carnivore Land, Solar Shifter EX, which I got on sale for $7.64. I'm not sure if it's still on sale for that. And Space Grunts was $44.31. We will see you next week, and that'll do it for us. Um, Blue Wizard still is not out, but it is coming. It is still coming. Cheers. Thanks for listening. If you wish to, um, check out, uh, RCR Project, Radio, uh, Control Room Project.com, RCR Project.com. Uh, or fucking awesome, F-U-C-K-E-N-A-W-E-S-O-M-E dot com, um, or SethFlynnBarkin.com, or, um, whatever dot coms you wish to check out. Please feel free. And of course, you can, uh, see our gameplay videos and stuff like that, um, on bestlinuxgames.com. Cheers, we will see you next week. Oh, oh, under 40 minutes. Awesome. Cheers, guys. Goodbye. <laughs> The best Linux games podcast is brought to you by Blue Wizard is about to die. Now available for the first time as an ebook on Amazon.com. To subscribe to the podcast using a Linux-based podcatcher like Podracer, or to see our YouTube gameplay videos, please visit www.bestlinuxgames.com. Also, join our Steam community group, Best Linux Games, Friends Cookie Sprite, and follow him on Twitter at VegasWriter. BLGP is also brought to you by the Radio Control Room Project. For details, please visit www.rcrproject.com or rfihc.com. Zig thanks you. For great justice.